The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Stoner Jesus Show Podcast, recorded live from the Stoner Jesus Studio Complex in Stoner Heaven. My name is St. Peter, and now for the host of the show, the savior of the weed, Stoner Jesus. Jesus Show. This podcast recorded live on November 2nd, 2015. <clears throat> didn't do my throat exercises, didn't do my warm-ups. Now the voice is all gone to shit. It's a little better. No, it's not. <clears throat> Would this be a crazy fucking time for me to lose my voice? I think so. In any case, this is a Stern Jesus show. As I said, I'm on Twitter at Stern Jesus 420. Tweet me a link to the show wherever, whenever, and however you're listening, and you will get a retweet. We're going to email the show, interact with us that way. It's stonerjesus420 at gmail.com. 
questions, prayers, whatever, standardjesus420 at gmail.com. If you're on Facebook, make sure you search Disciples of Standard Jesus on Facebook. Join our group for the show. Post funny shit, post stuff about the show, post things you want us to talk about, uh, maybe a story you want us to talk about. Tell me how awesome I am. I say it a lot, but nobody does. So that's, you know, it's neither here nor there. It's not a prerequisite. Let's put it that way. It's not a prerequisite to be in the Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook to kiss my ass, tell me how awesome I am, but it'll be appreciated every now and then. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a person too. Damn it. Also, <laughs> let me get St. Peter in here for a quick haunted house update. We got celebrity news tonight. We also have an interview with the gorgeous porn superstar Rylan Ray. You know Rylan on Twitter. You spell it out, Y-O-U-K-N-O-W-R-I-L-Y-N-N. <clears throat> Damn it. There's an imposter on Twitter. It has like a little underscore after the name, but that's not her. It's the one without the underscore. If you're so inclined to go follow her, which you should. So we'll talk to her tonight as well. If we have time in the end, we'll talk about issue three in Ohio, which we voted on tomorrow. Very big vote. I'll be live tweeting the results. We'll also have results on Cannabis Radio here on Spreaker, where I'm broadcasting live right now. Uh, Radical Russ is in Columbus. He'll be giving you the election results. Win or lose on issue three and issue two. There's all kinds of combinations of shit that could go down. We'll see tomorrow night. If you're not listening to Cannabis Radio on Spreaker, you can follow me on Twitter. I'll be tweeting out results, you know, with precincts in and latest vote tallies and all that shit. This is very important. Very important to the show as well. It's fucking Ohio. It's right across the river. Not only is it legal weed, it's uh, possible sponsors. All kinds of shit. You can open up new vistas for the show. That's right. I said vistas. It's the kind of highbrow shit you get when you listen to the Standard Jesus show. Every now and then, I'll say some classy shit like that right there. Of course, I've kind of killed the classiness of it by harping on the fact that it was so very classy. So I ruined the whole fucking thing. So let's move on. We are on CannabisRadio.com. We've added two new platforms over the last few days, iTunes and iHeartRadio. That's right. Search Stoner Jesus on iTunes. We're uh, there. You can search Cannabis Radio on iTunes as well. We're in that little cluster, that little group of, of podcasts. There's like nine or ten of them now. Over on iHeartRadio, search Stoner Jesus. Bam. Right there, it's on the iHeartRadio app. A whole new platform. We've been on iTunes before. We've never been on iHeart. Now we're back on both. It's awesome. If you go to standardjesus.net, there's a Listen to the Standard Jesus Show tab in the top menu. That gives you the link to all the places you can listen. Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeart, iTunes, CannabisRadio.com, of course, standardjesus.net, four podcasts, just all of them. Go listen on all of them. That's right. Listen to the same episode on Stitcher and then go listen to it on iHeart and then listen to it on Spreaker. I'm saying Standard Jesus, that sounds crazy. Trust me, my son, my children, my kids, my, my childs, whatever. <laughs> but go check us out on there. We do have one more haunted house update. I gotta get moving, man. I got an interview. 22 minutes. Right, Len Ray. Anyway, Standard Jesus, uh, uh, Standard Jesus show. November 2nd, as I said, we record this live now. We'll go into, you know, 
the backstory on that, we were live, and then we did a podcast for two weeks, and then we're back to live, but it's a shorter show. Just go listen to them. You'll notice the difference. We got to do a Holland House update. Holland House update. St. Peter's in his little booth behind his pane of glass. This uh, microphone's right. Peter? Uh, yeah, yeah, man, what? I'm going to wrap up the haunted house. Uh, you, of course, created. And, uh, a lot of people went through it, made a lot of money. Uh, last week on the Halloween special, you were being punished for your role in uh, skimming money from me, from the front gate, from, from the take, as it were. And that's a problem, so you got punished. Not the punishment I would have liked. But, you know, we have, you know, there's different regulations we have to abide by. You know, like you know, fucking OSHA and, and workers' comp and all that shit. I can't handle any of that. I don't have a legal team or any of that shit. Yeah, what's your point, Jesus? Look, dude, it's my show. I'll take as long as I want to get to my fucking point. The point being, I've tallied up what we were short. You go by the, uh, the ticket sales versus the money that you gave me. You owe me... Two hundred forty dollars. Two hundred forty dollars. Yes, two hundred and forty dollars. Jesus, you know I don't have two hundred forty fucking dollars. I mean, let's be serious. I, I understand that, and we have to figure out another way for you to work it off or something. But uh, but I'm two hundred forty fucking bucks, man. When you say work it off. What were you? You talking about something sexual? I, no, no. If I were gay, you would be the last man on earth I would want anywhere near me. Really, Jesus, the last? Yeah, the last. That's, that's kind of hurtful. Well, you know, I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real up in this bitch. It's fucking real, man. So anyway, turn forty bucks. You'll work it off somehow. Uh, I don't know, Jesus. I think the cross thing was pretty good. I think I should do it. No, cross thing sucked. We couldn't even nail you to the cross. The legal ramifications. We had to tie you to a cross, which is bullshit. I didn't get that option back in the day. I didn't get the option of being tied to the cross. They nailed me to that motherfucker. Right? I've heard that story before, Jesus. You know what? Fuck you, man. Go, go finish taking down the haunted house. Uh, all right. I really never started, but you want me to start taking it down? Yeah, it's November 2nd. All right. It's not. We're in a Thanksgiving Christmas mode now. Oh, okay. You want me making a Thanksgiving haunted house? I'm turning your microphone off. Go away. Go away. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, go turn into a Thanksgiving haunted house. Fucking dipshit. Stern Jesus Show podcast. Recorded live November 2nd, 2015. We got celebrity news coming up. I'll send a review around 8.30. In about 19 minutes with Rylan Ray. You know Rylan on Twitter. I'm not, I'm not saying you know her. That's her name. At you know Rylan. I know most of you don't personally know her or even maybe you follow her on Twitter. But you get the point. God damn it. Enough for the haunted, enough for the Halloween music too. I get 11 months off from that. From the fucking Halloween music. I'm done. Celebrity news coming up. Stoner Jesus Show podcast. Recorded live. That mentioned it was November 2nd. I think I mentioned about five times now. Fucking Christ. Moving on. The Stoner Jesus Show 
on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you by Gigawax Vaporizers. Check out the Gigawax banner on StonerJesus.net. Make sure you follow Gigawax on Twitter. Gigawax Vaporizers were designed with artists, DJs, producers, musicians, and music lovers in mind. It's quite unique. It has a slim profile, a quartz coil, and it's available in six colors by before January 1st, 2016 at the awesome low price of $49.99. It's Gigawax Vaporizer pins. Check out that Gigawax banner on stonerjesus.net. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here. Tell you about another great sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. It's Pottles. Check out their banner on stonerjesus.net. P-O-T-T-L-E-S. Follow my Pottles on Twitter. They have all kinds of great stuff, including odor-free stash containers. Come in all kinds of sizes and colors. They're airtight, watertight, and UV-protected. They also got cones, dab stuff. They got glass, tubes, and more. Check out that Pottles banner on stonerjesus.net. Or simply go to mypottles.com. Think outside the baggie. They always have great deals and more going on. Go get your odor-free stash containers and more. Just click that Pottles banner on stonerjesus.net. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. They got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods. Everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body products, bags on the retail site. You know, again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to Hemptations.com and get the info on the Stores planted everywhere is our dot com is our retail site. You can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations Two. I'm on Twitter, Google, <laughs> I'm on the internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do. Largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp. Retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere, but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection. And as Beach always says, having temptations. You're listening to the Stoner Jesus Show. Not only can Stoner Jesus Show podcast be found on stonerjesus.net, you can also find them on cannabisradio.com. You can also find the show by searching Stoner Jesus on Spreaker.com and the Spreaker Radio app, also the Stitcher Radio app, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, and iHeart.com. If you want the links to all of these, go to StonerJesus.net in the top menu bar. There's a page that says Listen to the Stoner Jesus Show. There you can find all the different ways you can listen to the Stoner Jesus Show podcast. All other information on the show can be found at StonerJesus.net. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. 
Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Is listener discretion advised? You're goddamn right it is. Stern Jesus Show podcast. Recorded live on November 2nd, 2015. We're live on Cannabis Radio on Spreaker. Where she's heard about all the places you can find the podcast. Many, many places, many platforms. There's no excuse for not hearing the show and for not hearing the podcast. There's only three of them a week. It's three hours a week. That's all you need. You can't carve out three hours a week to be awesomely entertained. Then you will go without awesome entertainment. It's time for celebrity news. In about 12 minutes, we'll be talking with Rylan Ray, porn superstar. Check her out on Twitter at you know Rylan. Spell it all out. Stories from TMZ.com. Mickey Rourke was seconds away from putting a bullet in his head. To one of his chihuahuas gave him a look that melted his heart and made him put the gun down. Rourke told the emotional story while attending the premiere of Eating Happiness, a documentary about dog meat consumption in Asia. Mickey told reporters on a Sunday night, on Sunday night, quote, I was hurting myself and I was sitting in the closet one day. I couldn't take it anymore and I picked up a gun. He said, I was deciding what part of my head to put it on and my dog, Bojack, looked over and he looked up at me like this and he said with his eyes, Who's going to look after me? Mickey added, I made, uh, it made me put the gun down. I was ready to go. Page 6 first reported Mickey's comments. He didn't mention the date of his suicide attempt, but it's been several years uh, since Bojack died in 2002. He told the story once before to Barbara Walters in 2009. So don't eat your dog. Save your life. Uh, I think it really goes without saying, don't eat your dog, but I don't know. Maybe dogs are delicious. I have no fucking idea. Maybe they're better than cows, but we don't have cows as pets. At least most of us don't. Riff Raff. There's a story about Riff Raff, the weird guy that has like shark teeth. You know what? I'm going to move right along. It's not. 
story about Riff Raff is not somewhere I need to be. Michael Lohan, Lindsay Lohan's dad, and Kate Major, uh, apparently Children's Services has taken their kids. The Florida Department of Children and Families sent social workers to Kate's apartment in Boca Raton Wednesday. After obtaining a video of some sort of extreme argument Michael and Kate were having in front of two-year-old Landon and 10-month-old Logan. Told DCF, told Kate they were taking the kids temporarily until a responsible family member could take temporary custody. Uh, The kids were put in foster care overnight. Sources say Michael's mother flew from Long Island immediately and the kids were taken to Michael's home Thursday under the guardianship of Grandma. Um... Told 911 was called to Kate's apartment after Kate claimed Michael was banging on her door. Really? What's an extreme argument? I don't think banging on the door qualifies as an extreme argument. I, mean, I understand the guy's got a bit of a, 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 a history. And that probably came into play somewhat. <laughs> An update, Michael tells TMZ Kate came over to his house last Wednesday when Michael wasn't there. When he came home with the kids, he thought she had been drinking, so he told her to leave, and she did. He says the reason DCF took the kids was because Kate wasn't supposed to have the kids without a monitor, and they felt he didn't protect the kids from her. He does not address the video. What's on the video? TMZ doesn't have a copy of the fucking video. It's useless. Casey Kasem's kids won a $2 million life insurance policy. Casey's four kids, three from a previous marriage, and his widow have been fighting over who gets one of two $2 million life insurance policies he left behind after his death. Um, wow. That's, so they fought over the, uh, the money after he died. That's good. That's good. It's very, it's very helpful. Lisa Rinna and Harry Hamlin, sorry about the swastika, just keeping it real. Lisa Renner is apologizing for her husband, Harry Hamlin, stepping out with a giant swastika across his chest. This is huge, probably won't sit well with anyone who was offended. Uh, Lisa and Harry dressed up as the Sex Pistols Sid Vicious and his girlfriend, Nancy Spungen, for the Casamigos Halloween Bash. And as you, you can imagine, Harry's get up pissed off a lot of people. Lisa says they were just trying to be authentic. They're creating a night, classic 1978 pick of Sid and Nancy says they didn't mean to offend anyone. However, um, when we got them out on Saturday night. Harry changed his shirt, but was hardly apologetic for the swastika. There's a video. He changed it to a, a peace symbol shirt. What's going down? Hey, you're still rocking the Sid Vicious look. That is awesome. Well, actually, so you switched it up for peace today. Are you Billy Idol oh, today? That's right. Okay. Because, was that because of the controversy about the swastika? Man, I was always Billy Idol. I was Billy Idol, you know. But then yesterday I was Sid Vicious. So you know, yeah, we got some Sid Vicious. Did you someone? switch it because people weren't happy about the swastika? Who wasn't happy? I don't know. I read like just an article about it. I really thought it was cool. Sid Vicious is awesome. I was Sid Vicious. That's the way Sid Vicious was. That's that's who he is. Heck yeah. Harry Hamlin sounds kind of drunk. Whoops. So, I don't know. Maybe he's just, maybe he was just drunk. <laughs> oh, man. Rachel Dolzell, she says, okay, I'm white. Are you happy now? 
don't know. Did we already do that? I thought we were done with her. I thought her 15 minutes were up. I guess not. Mariah Carey parties with Nick and her new boyfriend. I guess they took the kids out. That's not weird. It's not weird at all. <laughs> That's celebrity news. Coming up, we'll call uh, Rylan Ray. Get her on the line here on the Stern Digit Show. We are recording the podcast live. It's November 2nd, 2015. We're on Cannabis Radio on Spreaker. Go check out the podcast on CannabisRadio.com, SternJesus.net. All those places, iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher, Spreaker. It's officially six different platforms. You can't find us. I don't know what to tell you, man. It's as good as it gets. Stoner Jesus Show. We'll be back with Rylan Ray. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Hello, you dirty hippies. Stoner Jesus here to tell you that it's okay to smoke like a dirty hippie, but it's not okay to smell like one. Check out our awesome Stoner Jesus Show sponsor, Skinfully Wicked. Click that sinful soap banner on stonerjesus.net. They have all kinds of soaps and other cosmetic creams. Skinfully Wicked, the natural skincare for the inked. They also have a lot of handcrafted natural soaps that contain hemp seed oil. Click that sinful soap banner on stonerjesus.net. Or check out skinfullywicked.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at skinfullywicked. The easiest thing to do to check out all of their soaps and skincare products is to click that sinful soap banner on stonerjesus.net. And remember, don't smoke the soap. Hey, slow rollers. When was the last time that you rolled a really beautiful joint? If you care about elegance, design, and a great smoking experience, it's time to start rolling with quality rolling papers from the Slow Roll Society. We specialize in the most beautiful and unique rolling papers from all over the world. Treat yourself or spoil your favorite stoner. Check us out online at slowrollsociety.com for products and prices and how to get 15% off your first order. Slow Roll Society. Stay classy. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to insure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. 
K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at KarcherInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Karcher Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Stoner Jesus Show podcast recorded live on November 2nd, 2015. <clears throat> As I said, if there's time later in the show, we will go into a little bit about issue three. Voters tomorrow in Ohio. Uh, you are in Ohio. Make sure that you do vote. So the Stoner Jesus Show, as I said right now, but to call... Rylan Ray, of course, uh, get her on, uh, find her on Google. R I L Y N N. Ray is R A E. You know Rylan is her Twitter handle. Uh, she loves, uh, porn as we do. She loves the weed as we do. So, she'll be good. Make sure I got the number in here right. She'll be right. Barring uh, technical difficulties, which are always possible, as you know. Hello, is this Rylan? Uh, yes. Uh, this is Stoner Jesus. You're live in the air. How you doing? Hi. Good. How are you? I'm <laughs> um, pretty good. Um, were you expecting our call? I said it seems like I caught you off guard. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was just I paused at TED Talks. <laughs> All right. Watching. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for being on the show. Like I said, you're relatively young, and uh, I know you've only been in the business for a short time. Uh, how'd you get into the adult business, and, and what made you want to do it? Um, it's kind of, it kind of just fell in my lap, actually. <laughs> I didn't really plan on, I didn't really plan on doing it, but I met these people that I ended up uh, going out to California with, and just hanging out and. Uh, his girlfriend, uh, one of the guy's girlfriends, he was, she was like, I have a way for you to make some money if you're interested. And, uh, her boyfriend pretty much just got his dick card and, like, put it in my mouth. She took a couple of pictures and, like, sent them out to people. And, like, three days later, I had my first scene. So it was quite out of the blue. <laughs> wow. The response, like, the feedback you got or whatever was good from just, like, a few pictures? Yeah, just a few pictures. <laughs> That's wow. all. I, my first scene was uh, with Reality King. It was awesome. It was a boy-girl scene. <laughs> it went really fucking well. We broke the bed. 
Well, that's always good. Yeah. That's definitely a sign. Yeah, of that it was a great. Scene. It was a great first scene in, into the industry. <laughs> it was very, very memorable for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, does your family know what you do, or do they have a problem with it? Or are they cool with it? Yeah, hundred percent. Family is like my rock. They support me through and through. They totally are on board. You know, like they've always been open and honest with me, and I have been as well. So. We just have like a really interesting dynamic. Like growing up, they worked at the busiest bar in our in our hometown. They always brought the party home, especially on big holiday weekends. And they hosted like swinger parties all the time. And like I just I didn't I lived a very it didn't shelter me. I lived a very open yeah. lifestyle growing up, so I'm I was very familiar. So I think that's why it was kind of easy enough for me to take um, her offer so easily you know yeah i've been around it so it's just like why not do it <laughs> hell yeah oh believe me if i could i would <laughs> <laughs> it definitely takes a certain kind of person it's it's a very intimate thing to put on display so i don't yeah. blame others you know but some people they just really love it people are exhibitionists um you know get to get hard over it <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. How does being in the adult business affect your, like, quote-unquote, real-life sex life, or, or does it affect it at all? I don't let it affect me. It's, it's yeah. part of who I am, so I I want it, you know. It's worked out really well for me. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, yeah. Um, did you, when you got into it, I mean, obviously, you know, at first you didn't think of what it was going to turn into, but as time go, has gone on, did you think that, that things would happen so quick and that you would gain so much notoriety in the industry so quick? No, I had no idea. Like I said, it wasn't planned, so I was just kind of doing this as a whim, and honestly, I didn't take it seriously at first, but people liked me, and you know, I was apparently marketable, and after that, it's just I found you know, the business side and things and branding myself. And I found it very uh, beneficial for me and my future. And it's opened a lot of doors for me. I've got to experience a lot of life and I'm very grateful for it, you know, and don't get me wrong. I meet so many awesome people as far as talent directors and I'm surrounded by them all the time. And it's just really nice to get to know who you're working with so well, because it just makes work that much easier. Yeah. We've, uh, We've talked to quite a few people in the adult industry, and they all say the same thing. They all say, you know, how how great it is, and and how you know it's, it's none of the stereotypes that you've always heard. It, uh, for everybody that yes. we've ever talked to, it just seems like a great experience. Definitely, and I'm I'm happy to hear that too, because hopefully, you know, society can be enlightened, so to speak, uh, and change their outlook on how they view us, because we're not, you know, just some sleazy, you know, slut, uh, smut peddlers having sex for money like it's legit filling uh, people and fans fantasies you know we are providing a service somewhat and it's just we love what we do we're sexually like open so we just want to share it absolutely so yeah. uh, of course besides uh, porn which we all love you know you also love Miss Mary <laughs> Jane as we all love her as well um, oh yeah when did you uh, topic I'd love to talk about. Do what? This is a topic I'd love to talk about. <laughs> oh, okay, I thought for a minute I thought you said you want to talk about it. Um, yeah, uh, when did you first uh, try weed, and did you get high the first time? 
So the very first time uh, I ever smoked, I was nine years old, and um, wow. I yeah, it was my very first time. I didn't start smoking, you know, like consistently then. It was yeah. just the first time I ever tried it. But I walked in on my brother and his like high school friends doing it, and uh, he just like he was like, "You want to try this?" <laughs> no one was telling my parents <laughs> were gone, but they were like, "You can't tell mom or dad." And I remember it was out of a bong, and I, like, drooled so hard into the piece. Everyone was like, oh, my God. And they're like, get that away from her. She doesn't know what she's doing. And I did it. But, man, was I ripped. I was so ripped that I couldn't, I, I don't even, I can't even remember my high, you know. I remember getting really high, but then nothing else after that. I just yeah. couldn't handle it. But consistently, <laughs> I started smoking around, like, I was about 16, 17. And, uh. Yeah, I, I moved cities, and I was, I was always in sports, so I didn't really smoke until I moved cities and had a lot of free time, and I got my rolling game on point, so it was just <laughs> like, I really enjoyed the whole ritual, like, of breaking down the weed and fucking, I don't know, putting it in a blunt or a joint or something. Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. were, you know, into the, you know... And now there's nothing wrong with, you know, the dabbers, the people do all that and you get the blowtorches and the rigs and all that stuff. But there's something great about, you know, just having the flower and, you know, smoking it. And I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to explain, you know, but like I, you find said. It, I find it really interesting how we, how the consumption anyways has really evolved. The whole extraction of THC and even CBD and like, don't get me wrong. Obviously, a majority of us, like, we all start smoking recreationally. But until yeah. I moved to California, you know, I really, I worked at a bud store for quite some time. And uh, I really get to know the medical side of things and truly get to understand, like, how each strain works and terminology, this, that, and the other. But what really gets me is the newer ways, like, how to consume it. And I, I deem it a little unnecessary, like, but... Everyone, you know, is, is wanting an upgrade, always wanting to get that next high. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how are we going to get higher than before? <laughs> <laughs> I totally understand. But I'm not much of a dabber myself. I like to, I keep it old school and smoke out of my pipes because I travel a lot. And I always have, like, my pipe in my car and shit. Yeah, I, yeah that's the way I am. I definitely <laughs> if I'm got, in a, uh, I have, like, you know, some, I have some, like, portable vaporizers, which are pretty cool. But mostly I'm a, I'm a glass bowl guy. Yeah, I've been looking, at, uh, looking into getting a vape just because it's the cleanest way to consume it 100%. Like, and, I don't know, it saves time on rolling. I don't know, it's just yeah. convenient. <laughs> it takes a little getting used to, especially if you're a smoker, you know, with bongs or whatever, because you don't get the, the the lungful that you feel like you need. But, you know, if you if you just mm -hmm. you just do it, you, you definitely feel the high. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty I, good I, way to go. Say again? It's a pretty good way to go. I mean, especially like, you know, if you're out and about, it's it's a hell of a lot easier oh, than, yeah. you know, breaking down and packing a bowl and shit. <laughs> I totally agree, especially if you're on the grind, too. Like, if you don't have much, then obviously you want to consider weed and rolling is not the way to go. Yeah. That's one thing I can definitely appreciate, like bong rips and pipes, especially bong rips, actually, because those can pull a little bit harder than a regular pipe would or yeah. faster, you know, reach that high. So if, uh, speaking I of really, high, if, uh, if I ask you the highest you've ever been, is there like a specific instance or, or event that comes to mind? 
Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> the first and only time I ever got like sick is <laughs> my, I'm from Arizona and me and my sons, we were traveling from city to city and from where we both were and we left the weed in the car and essentially it like kind of baked in the car <laughs> and on the way back home, we stopped uh, by the water and kind of like did a miniature hike, you know? But we rolled up the, what was left of the weed in a blunt beforehand, and we smoked all of it. And we went on this hike down to the water, but it was we had to go up the hill first and then down to the water. So it was quite the incline. And I had never been so dehydrated in my life. I felt like having the weed sit in the car kind of like amplified it like tenfold. I was yeah. just high as shit, <laughs> and I couldn't even like I was starting to get dizzy. I was seeing doubles of like these trees and little plants in front of me I had to go lay down and once they got back to the car I was like get me home and like they we were on our way there and I had to pull over so I could just hack over on the side of the road real fast because I was just yeah it was the first and only time and I was like about 17 or so when I first started smoking a lot of weed I wasn't quite used to my limit or whatever but yeah I haven't been six since so i never really thought of it but uh, i guess being dehydrated would be really bad to to mix with with a high yeah Yeah, it was a terrible mixture i bet you though because now i know myself pretty well that i don't like to smoke before hikes i can smoke once i'm at the top you know and enjoy the view and then walk down a lot easier a lot lot less of a workout you know but yeah, you know, uh, another thing, too, is edibles. Like, some people trip the fuck out on edibles. It's just, <laughs> they're so iffy. They're so iffy on consumption. Like, it's such a small, say, a brownie or a Rice Krispie or even, like, a little bag of uh, munchies, you know. Yeah. Chuck mix. Yeah, you definitely have to be, uh, you have to be careful, you know. Just, we've said this, of course, many times on the show, many people have. Any kind of edibles, if you don't know, you know, how much is in it, just eat a little bit and just sit down and calm the fuck down and wait to see what yeah. happens before you start gobbling it up. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, people are, are so goddamn impatient. Like, it takes a while for it to kick in. And then before you know it, you're, like, too damn high to function, and you start regretting eating all this delicious little portion, though. That's another problem. Like, people <laughs> make medicated things. It's all fine and dandy, but it's so tiny and that the dose is so high that you can't even eat the whole thing in one sitting like you would like. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the struggle is real. It there is. was this one time I was working at the bud store and this lady came in with her medicated ice cream and cake pop recipe. And well, she had samples and she gave them to us to try. And uh, I had a girlfriend come in from Vegas, and I split it with her. It was just like a little, you know, like a little cup of ice cream. Nothing, nothing too huge. But uh, I split that in the cake pop with her. She flipped out on me so hard. She's like, girl, you got to take me to the hospital. I'm freaking out. Like, I can't <laughs> breathe. She was like, I was like, okay, calm down. Like, moments before this, her little freak out, we were watching Netflix, like, telling each other stories, laughing, eating munchies. So, like, I tried to calm her down, and we're continuing, like, and giving her water and stuff, talking, this, that, and the other, and then she's like, no, you've got to take me to the hospital, and it was really unfortunate, because at the hospital, after they got done laughing in her face, she started crying, because they all knew that she was just too high, it was so sad, yeah, she became a part of that statistic, but... 
after all that, it's just like all they did was, was put her in a room. She passed out and gave her some water. And I was like, man, we could have done this at home. Like, I had to stay there till six in the morning while she was <laughs> <Holy> sleeping. <laughs> yeah, it was a terrible time. So, like, edibles, I'm just, I'm really iffy on giving people edibles after that experience because I've never really gone to the point where I felt like I was dying or like freaking out at that point. You know, there was yeah. a point I got dizzy and that's about it. But all you got to do is just pass out. People just get so overwhelmed and they don't know how to handle it. Yeah. Just sit your but, ass down. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> is, uh, is getting high something you do before like scenes in uh, movies and shit? Um, never. Actually, okay. I try to make it a point to not do it beforehand. I'll definitely uh, smoke after, you know, set or whatever. And I, yeah. I like to kind of consider uh, me smoking as a reward, you know, especially if I'm working that day. At yeah. the end of the day, at the end of what I'm doing, it's just kind of like, ah, oh, you know, I'm finished. Let's enjoy this together. And usually everyone does smoke with me. And it's also nice kind of being... Uh, the provider of it, you know, because it just, it's a nice icebreaker and everyone just loves a good wind down. It's just, it's a perfect, perfect, um, mellow combination. Absolutely. That's, again, that's what most, uh, adult performers we've talked to have told us that, you know, if they smoke, it's not during scenes because a lot of people don't realize that, you know, it's just not people fucking. It's, you know, there's a lot of complicated shit going on. There's a lot of things that, yeah, know, sequence of events that needs to happen and you got to get it done. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, and also, like, uh, me and this normal, like, sober real life, <laughs> I'm chink-eyed as it is when I smile real big, as especially if I'm laughing real hard. You can't, my eyes are just shut. And it's like, if I smoke, you can totally tell my pictures. Like, it's just, it's pretty bad. They don't, they don't get red anymore, which is kind of nice, but they'll get really low, and it's just a little too obvious for me to take pictures in, and I want to look good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what are your it's favorite? Not a good look. <laughs> yeah. So, what are some of your uh, favorite scenes to do? Like favorite types of scenes? Um, favorite types of scenes. I really like all types, but uh, I don't know. I get, I get really into rough play a lot. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's, I don't know. I guess that's the only one that's sort of out of the ordinary worth mentioning, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, I really dig three ways. Three ways are kind of my fave, actually. Two girls and a, and a dude that we get to kind of tag team. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like three so. Yeah, I know some of your videos. I guess it was one of the ones where you, like, tied up on a table. Uh, I noticed you're also able to squirt. When did you learn you could do that? Um, so one of the guys I used to date in the industry was my first boyfriend in the industry. And um, he kind of gifted me my first Hitachi. And he was just like finger banging me so goddamn hard. And I just didn't know what was happening. But I just kind of leaked <laughs> a little bit and got all over the bed and and I was a little embarrassed, but, like, I also kind of didn't care because I was just, like, in such ecstasy. I felt awesome. But, like, yeah. afterwards, I obviously tried apologizing. He was like, no, I am so happy. You just, I was like, well, I was trying. This is my goal. <laughs> I was like, cool. But then I'm not that embarrassed now, which is cool because a lot of girls would be. And yeah. Just, I well, it seems like a relatively new thing. Like, you know, you never heard about that. 
well, back in the day, I mean, I guess they kept a secret of the, the women who could do it, but now it's like a yeah. big thing. Unfortunately, I can't like make myself swear. I, I have to be really turned on and being fucked real hard or like, I really love fingers. Like, I love manual like stimulation, but yeah. uh, I can't do it on command either, which sucks. I have, like I said, <laughs> to have to be really in the moment. Like there's girls that can just like, you know, rub their, rub their pussy, you know, not even insert anything and they can make themselves squirt. And it's just like, how do you do that? I'm a little jealous. <laughs> it's like, because I'm a greedy bitch whenever I have sex, you know? Like, I like to come a lot. I do come a lot. It's just, uh, why not get mine? But Fucking A. That's just, squirting is obviously the same thing, you know? And like that is just so much uh, orgasm that I couldn't even fathom if I squirted all the time, you know? <laughs> wow. I can I can imagine. <laughs> ah, so, I'm um, going <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, we're running out of time, but uh, I wanted to ask you, is there any like uh, specific projects or anything you're working on now, stuff that we can see coming up? Um, so I recently started doing IR again. A lot of my fans have been wanting me to do so, and I'm trying to please them and give them what they want, and <laughs> I have stuff coming out for Team Skeet. I have um, stuff coming out for, oh, shoot. Team Skeet is a great name. Right now. Sorry? Team Skeet is a great name. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's quite clever, isn't it? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I recently put IR back on my roster, and I know a lot of my fans are pretty happy about that. But other than that, uh, I still have a lot of things in the making that I still have yet to make. So keep an eye out. Awesome. So uh, you're you're on Twitter at you know Rylan. Is there any other social media networks that you're on a lot? Um, I really only have that and Instagram, which is Rylan Ray. Awesome. Well, uh, Rylan, thank you for coming on the show and uh, talking with us. It was a uh, I had a great time. And if you have anything to promote yeah, or, me, or anything, just let us know. Too. For sure. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, let me just say it was. Probably one of the best interviews ever because I could just honestly talk about weed <laughs> all day long and sex. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Rylan. I hope you have a good one. You too. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs> Rylan Ray. It was a great interview. Sex and weed. That's what we like to talk about. Samantha Lloyd in the chat room on Spreaker. We're on Cannabis Radio on Spreaker. Take a quick little break, come back and talk about issue three before we get up out this bitch. Thanks again to Rylan Ray. So you can Google her. She's on Instagram. She's on Twitter at you know Rylan. Go check out her videos. I did. I had to, you know, I did to research for the show. It's very important. Very important research going on. Don't forget Ralph Sutton Wednesday night, a radio personality and uh with the Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll podcast, and then Friday night, Kendra Sunderland, Sunderland, I'm saying that right, <laughs> She's <laughs> she is a better known as Library Girl, uh, she was in the hot water a bit back for doing the cam show in the library, uh, I guess it was, I think it was like Oregon, I believe, and it pissed a lot of people off, well, I'll get an update on that and what she's up to and all that shit, that'd be Friday night, awesome week of interviews, Stern Jesus Show, Podcast recorded live on November 2nd, 2015. 
talk about issue three. Get out of here. Coming up. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. You're listening to the Stoner Jesus Show. Not only can Stoner Jesus Show podcasts be found on stonerjesus.net, you can also find them on cannabisradio.com. You can also find the show by searching Stoner Jesus on Spreaker.com and the Spreaker Radio app, also the Stitcher Radio app, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, and iHeart.com. If you want the links to all of these, go to stonerjesus.net in the top menu bar. There's a page that says, Listen to the Stoner Jesus Show. There you can find all the different ways you can listen to the Stoner Jesus Show podcast. All other information on the show can be found at stonerjesus.net. rocking some rocking shit again thank you to rylan ray <coughs> go follow her on twitter at you know rylan i just tweeted out to her at stern jesus 420 thank her for the awesome interview if you missed it, it'll be on podcast of course on all the platforms i've been beating you over the fucking head with all night iheart and itunes and all that good shit it was very awesome it was a it was a great interview so, as I said, Wednesday night, Ralph Sutton, Friday night, Kendra, Sunderland. I got that right. Nailed that shit. <laughs> Before we get out of here, as I said, issue three, we voted on tomorrow in Ohio. We talked about it a lot on the show over the last two and a half months. I've written a lot of articles about it at the Smoking Bud on thesmokingbud.com. The flaws in it are evident. The commercial restriction, commercial growing restrictions are not good, but creates legal possession, legal sales, 1,100 retail shops, one ounce possession. You can buy an ounce, you can transport an ounce, you can have up to eight ounces at home, along with four flowering plants. Makes medical marijuana available. It's going to bring Thousands of jobs, a research center in Columbus. The, uh, the, the ten farms themselves are going to be uh, sublet or leased to, to dozens of different groups for the purposes of growing either medical marijuana or recreational marijuana. There are flaws, but the flaws can be fixed next, fixed next year. If there's a problem, if you want it changed, you make your own amendment that would amend issue three and amend the law Get it on the fucking ballot and get it passed. Or get it in the legislature and get them to pass it. They passed issue two, which if it passes, it'll kill issue three and kill marijuana legalization in Ohio. So they can pass issue two, they can amend issue three once it fucking passes. It's not that big a deal. But the fact is, uh, OTEP, Ohio's to end prohibition, Ohio Rights Group, they have no money. They don't have nearly enough signatures. That's why the Ohio Rights Group has got behind issue three. 
They're going to uh, lease out some of the growing, uh, some of the, the farm space for medical marijuana patients. It's the only hope. And if Responsible Ohio has already said if they lose this time around, they're going to come back. And when they do come back, they're not going to come back with more freedom. They're not going to come back with a broader plan. They're going to come back with something more restricted. They're going to restrict it and keep coming back and keep doing it until they get the votes to pass it because they have a ton of fucking money. The investors of Responsible Ohio, it's a bunch of different investor groups, they have a ton of money, and they know how much money weed is going to make. So if they drop $2 million in this election, oh, well, they'll put up another $2 million for the next election. 2016, they'll put up $2 million in 2017, whatever. They have the money to keep doing it until they get it right, and they'll keep restricting the plan until they get the votes they want. So in other words, issue three is it. Issue three is it. There's... It's the best it's going to get when it comes to Ohio. And if issue three fails tomorrow night, uh, I predict that Ohio will be one of the last one of the last states to get this done. Because, you know, there's going to be problems with responsible Ohio. There's problems the first fucking time out. There'll continue to be problems. There'll be investors dropping out. There'll be all kinds of shit going on. There'll be another restricted plan. that won't be worth shit. There'll be no home growing. Uh, there'll be a quarter-ounce possession limit. There'll be uh, an ounce possession limit at home or whatever. No home growing whatsoever. They'll just keep restricting it until they get the votes. So if you're in Ohio and you haven't voted yet, yes on three, no on two. Especially no on two because if two passes, well, maybe no one will come back and try to legalize because it'll be so restricted. They won't be able to set a tax rate at all, which is a staple of, of many Legalization plans. So, you know, we'll see. I'll talk about it Wednesday night when we come back on the show. Listen to Cannabis Radio on Spreaker tomorrow night live. Russ Belleville, uh, the newest addition to CannabisRadio.com. He's going to be in Columbus with the results. I'll be live tweeting the results all night. As soon as uh, you know tabulations start coming in for issue three and issue two, I'll start tweeting them out at regular intervals at SternJesus420 on Twitter. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks again to Rylan Ray for the awesome interview. This has been the Stoner Jesus Show podcast recorded live on November 2nd, 2015. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And as always, peace, bitches. You can follow Stoner Jesus on Twitter at StonerJesus420 and at StonerJesusNet. You can find St. Peter on Twitter at ST underscore Peter420. Dankraven is on Twitter at Dankraven420. And Stoner Schizo can be found at Stoner Schizo on Twitter. Schizo is spelled S-K-I-T-Z-O. You can find all other information about the Stoner Jesus Show at stonerjesus.net.